Welcome to Monday Matters with Holly Cochran. Holly is a wife, mom, coach, and entrepreneur. She wears these and many more hats while running three successful businesses, a gym, online counseling and nutrition program, and commercial cleaning company. She brings a unique perspective to everyday life with her spicy, no-nonsense attitude. Holly helps her clients keep it simple with small tweaks that over time add up to big life changes. With that, let's get on with today's episode. Here's my friend, Holly Cochran, an incredible human you need to be listening to every Monday. Hello there, family, friends, and strangers. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Monday Matters podcast, and especially today for this episode, because it is my 52nd episode that I am recording, which means I have been doing this every week for a year. And I set out to do this for a year because I didn't know if I was going to like it. I didn't know how time consuming it was going to be. I didn't know if there was going to be anyone that ever listened to it. And so I thought I'll do it for a year and see how it feels. And I don't do this for the money. (laughs) There's no sponsorship whatsoever, but every week there's conversations that are being had, or there's lessons that I'm learning, or there's exciting things that are happening. And I want to be able to share it somehow, some way. And this is a vehicle for me to do that. And so it is my one year anniversary of doing this podcast. And I'm going to record a few episodes this week because I fully intend on continuing into the new year. So thank you. Thank you for being here and listening to this week's episode. As we, as I finish my year, my first year of this podcast, I was thinking about the things that get me to where I am and conversations that I have with people a lot of the time that are feeling really stressed. And the word that came to mind in the middle of the night when I was contemplating what I'm doing for my podcasts was the word boundaries. So today's episode, we are going to talk a little bit about boundaries and setting boundaries. And one of the things that I think the, one of my favorite things that my mom ever said to me, taught me, um, gave me while I was growing up was permission to learn. And what I mean by that is every time I screwed up and made a bad choice, bad decisions, because we do that as humans, we screw up. And every time I made a mistake, my mom would make it okay by saying, it's okay that you made that mistake. We're not born knowing this stuff. We have to learn it. And immediately you have to feel better when somebody says that to you. You're not being chastised for making mistakes. You're not being shamed for making those mistakes. You're being told it's okay that you've made that mistake. You're not born knowing it. And I have said it to my own kids, hopefully hundreds of times so that they know that as well. We're not born knowing all of this stuff. So if you're not great at setting boundaries or even understanding what boundaries really are, that's okay. You're not born knowing that. We can get better at it. We can learn about it and we can practice it. So um, today we're going to talk a little bit about setting boundaries what they are and how it's a skill that I don't think anyone ever perfects, but we can get better at it. And when we get better at it, we're better people to ourselves and 
to the to our loved ones, to the people we're in relationship with, the people we are establishing these boundaries with. So I just clicked on, um, I just typed it in to my Google and my phone and personal boundaries, the definition that popped up or the act of setting boundaries is a life skill that's been popularized by self-help off. Oh my goodness. I'm having a hard time reading self-help authors and support groups since the mid 1980s. So I, I don't know if people didn't have boundaries before the eighties and it's newfangled. I want to go and do a little bit of research about that as well. It's the practice of openly communicating. We're going to come back to that and asserting personal values. We're going to talk about that as a way to preserve and protect against having them compromised or violated. So it sounds like it's kind of a simple definition, you know, say what you want once you know what that is, and then people will respect it. It is not as simple as that definition makes it sound. So let me tell you about the three things that came to my mind as that I thought were really important when it comes to people understanding, establishing, and maintaining boundaries within relationships. And when I say relationships, this isn't just with you and a spouse or with you and your parents. It's relationships in all aspects. So you need to have boundaries with your kids and you need to have boundaries with your spouse and it's good to have lots of boundaries at work and with your friends and with anybody, anybody that you are in relationship with, when you establish the boundaries, the relationship can grow and get stronger. And when you don't set those boundaries for yourself or understand what your boundaries are, you sometimes can get lost, get lost in that relationship. I don't know how many times I've heard over the years, you know, I just kind of lost myself being with them in a, in a marriage or in a friendship. I lost who I was. I lost my focus. I lost, well, that's your boundary. And you didn't set the limit to be able to hold it tight. And so it got lost. And that happens. You were not born knowing how to do this kind of stuff. So it's okay. But if you are wanting to enter into new relationships, or if you're establishing healthier relationships with your existing ones, then establishing boundaries is the first step to making that work better. So what you need to do is to think about who are you? If everybody else disappeared and you weren't a mom and you weren't a sister and you weren't, um, you know, a social worker, if you weren't a coach, if you weren't, um, an RCMP or a nurse, everyone else is gone and it's you. What does that look like? What do you care about in this world? What makes you, what makes your heart and your soul set on fire? What makes you excited? And I mean, you might need to have people around for some of these things to come into fruition. But just for a minute, think about how you don't have to do or be something else for anyone else. And it's just you. And what do you want that to look like? And when you know that, and that not it's not easy, that takes some time to figure out. You might have to ponder on that for a while. What it feels like to be you deep in your gut, then you can start establishing relationships and boundaries that foster that. Foster who you are and what you want in this life. 
So that's number one of our little three steps is to decide what you want. What do you want for yourself? What do you want out of the relationships that you're having? What do you want? Um, what kind of life do you want? What do you want for your kids? And if you are in charge of them and you are setting boundaries for them, what kind of life are you trying to establish for your kids? Those are all boundaries. And they're hard to set when people say, you need to set boundaries. They're hard to set if you don't know who you are. What would you know? How, how would you know what to be setting if you're not sure what the parameters are? So number one is decide who you are and what you want. And it's not as simple as I'm making it sound. So take some time with that. Take some time to think about the current relationships you're in. And are you showing up as the person you want to be when you're in relationships? We show up differently for every relationship. I'm a different person when I'm you know, showing up with my husband. I'm a different person when I'm showing up as a coach. I'm a different person when I'm in the social work role. I'm a different person when I'm working with adults versus working with teenagers. All of those are really who I am. I show up authentically because I've worked at establishing what I want that to look like, but do that work. How do you want to show up in relationship? And are you doing that? Or are you going to work and hating it? hating the person that you become, hating how everyone around you is complaining and negative all the time. And therefore you just join in. You're not really a negative person and you're not much of a complainer, but it just seems to be the culture. And so when you're there at work, you just do what you do and you've lost the sense of who you really are. And you've allowed that boundary to be faded and other people's sort of karma is coming into your space and you feel a little bit lost in that space. So think about it. That's number one. Decide what you want. Once you have an understanding, and it doesn't have to be concrete, solid and stone, and it can be ebbing and flowing, if that's the right term, as you go through this process of growth, I'm never going to stop growing. So I don't know that I'm ever going to stop having boundaries that come and go in some areas. So after you've decided what you want for now, the next step, which is one of the hard ones, is to communicate it. You are not trying to communicate your boundaries in order to offend anybody, to be off-putting, to be too blunt, to be disrespectful. You having boundaries and establishing them is you communicating what you need to be better. And when you're better, the people around you are going to be better. So let's go back to the example of you're at work and everyone just seems to be constantly complaining and it doesn't sit right with you. It doesn't feel right to just be in that negative space all the time. So start establishing that. When the, when the bitching starts happening in the staff room, you can say things like, I don't want to keep complaining. Anybody else in this room want to talk about something they were grateful for this morning? Because if you do, I am here for it. And just saying that out loud does not mean you are dissing everybody that's in the room that's been complaining. Shifting that conversation might be exactly what everyone in that room wants or needs. They just don't know how to set that boundary. They're also caught up in the spiral. You know, like if you're, I, I had a lady that was talking to me about how every single time she gets on the phone with her mom, it's doom and gloom. It's just 
everything in the news is doom and gloom and everything in the home is doom and gloom and everything is just so miserable. And it's just like life sucking to have these conversations because everything is just so awful that is being communicated. And so therefore, instead of enjoying a conversation with her mom, she just avoids it. She's trying not to have a weekly conversation with her parents and that's making her feel guilty. So not only is she hating when she actually talks to her mom, but she feels guilty when she avoids it. You know what might work is saying to her mom, when I call you mom, I want to hear about something good in your day. It would make me feel amazing to know that you had one good thing going on in your day. Next time I call you on Saturday, can we start with something that you did that was awesome this week? Just one little thing. Who knows? Maybe mom doesn't even realize it. She she spends most of the time not talking to anybody. And when she does, she wants to, you know, share and she wouldn't mind sharing the good. She just doesn't recognize that she isn't establishing that boundary, that communicating it with your mom might be the best thing that ever happened. Now she's going to look for something good to share with you at the end of the next week when you get to talk. So those are some of the boundaries with your kids, especially the older they get, the easier or not easier, but the older they get, the more you need to establish those boundaries. Like Teenagers are selfish humans by nature. It's a developmental milestone they must go through. We all just hang on tight while they do it. They're an incredibly self-centered species. It's scientifically proven. We just ride it out. But it's okay to not be at their beck and call. It's okay to establish those boundaries. You are not a bad parent if you are not doing what your teenager yells at you to do. It's perfectly acceptable. It's not you being a bad mom and they're going to hate you forever. They're not. Establishing and teaching them how to have those boundaries and how you want to be spoken to, how you want to be treated is incredibly important into creating the kind of citizens you want to put out there in the world. So start early and it's never too late to start, but set those boundaries up and communicate them. It's not okay for you to talk to me like that. And I don't care what you're asking for. With that tone of voice, I'm not doing that. I might do whatever you're asking me to do, but certainly not when you're talking to me like that. Those kinds of conversations are happening in my house all the time. There's been on more than one occasion where I've said, if you want to go in your room, figure out how to stop the eye roll and come back out here and talk to me nicely, then we can keep talking. But with that eye roll, I'm out. That happens in my house a lot. And most of the time, whatever they're wanting is usually somewhat immediate. And so they have to figure out how to stop eye rolling (laughs) fast because they need me to do something for them and uh, they got to learn to communicate it. So communication is number two. After you've decided what you want in life and how you want to feel, you got to communicate that to people. And that's the hard one. Take time to practice it. Okay. Start with one person and one boundary. Don't revamp your entire life. Just start with one. The third thing that I was thinking about is probably the hardest, especially if we have been without these boundaries for years and years and years, and no one is going to be expecting them. This one will be hard and it's hold firm. Once you establish a boundary, it's up to you to maintain it. It's not up to the other people. They might want to push that boundary. They might want the old 
the old you back. They may not like the new boundary. And so it is not up to them to stay firm. It's up to you. And sometimes that's the hard part. So if you have decided that you don't want to be a part of the complaining that's going on in the staff room and you don't like how that feels when you sit around and, you know, talk negative and bitch all day and you set that boundary that you don't want to be a part of that and it's still going on, you might need to leave the staff room and not be with those people. And you might need to hold firm with that. And that's the hard part. Relationships will change when you start setting boundaries and hopefully for the better. Hopefully it's like, okay, well, I don't go to the staff room at lunch and listen to the complaining anymore. I put a podcast on and go for a walk by myself and I listen to something that's inspiring and man, I have a better afternoon. And when I have a better afternoon and I go home to my kids, I am in a better mood. And so you may be changing the dynamic of your work environment and the relationships that you're having there, but you actually feel way better. That's okay. That boundary is actually serving you and the people that are closest to you that matter to you more than you trying to please the complainers. You don't need to please the complainers. And if they don't want to get on board with the kind of life you want to lead, then then maybe they're not necessarily the people you need to have downtime with. You might still need them on your team and you need to work with them and you need to be productive at work. It's not about being rude and you can communicate that. You can say, I'm really enjoying listening to this audiobook. So I'm heading out now and having some quiet time to myself. No offense to anybody. I, you know, not leaving for any other reason than that. So holding firm will be your job. And that is the hardest one. Being um, true to yourself and those boundaries when everyone else thinks that they're not appropriate or not, they're not serving them anymore, it's hard. But the trade-off is you finding yourself again and you getting what you want out of this life. So it's really important after you've decided, this is how I want to be. This is the downtime I want to have. It's okay to say, no, I don't want to go out for drinks tonight. I actually want to read a book. It's okay to say that. You are not telling people you don't like them. You're telling people what you need in order to feel good. Do that. And the people that don't like it aren't your people. That's a hard that's the hard part. I don't I don't say that lightly because it is it is a shift when we start setting those boundaries. So, anyway, just to finish up I hope that you can take some time after this podcast and think about, am I being authentically the person I want to be in all of my situations and relationships? Or what what do I want to do better? How do I want to say that? How do I want to communicate that? Who do I even tell this to? And do I hold firm or do I wishy-washy? Do I say it and then, oh, but never mind, I'll just do it anyway. It's just easier to not cause conflict. It's just easier to do it and not have anybody be upset with me. I hear that a lot. I hear that a lot. It's sometimes just easier to do it versus have people be upset with me about it. If they're upset, that's a them problem and it's probably going to be fairly short-lived. And if it's not, that's also a them problem. Way easier to be said than to actually live through that that's a whole other ball game but truly the people that you deserve to be surrounded by will be very respectful of your boundaries 
So at the end of this podcast, as I wrap up my one year of talking to myself in my office to this microphone, thank you once again for hanging out and I will see you next year. Thanks for listening to Monday Matters with Holly Cochran. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to Monday Matters, leave her a review, and share this episode on your social media. Should you have any questions about what you listen to or want more info, reach out and send her a message at K2 Health with Holly on Instagram and Facebook. She loves hearing from her listeners. See you next time.